Welcome back, baby, to episode 142. I'm your host, Jermaine Clone Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Oh, uh, yeah. Can't complain. Uh, got me a nice crispy boy. Maybe a little bit of a sleepy boy. But uh, it is what it is. It's not the first time, won't be the last time. How are you doing this evening, EP? Doing good, doing good. Teams are 5-0, fantasy teams 5-0. As you can see, I'm not drinking um, with you guys today, but that's because we've come to the conclusion that when I drink at home, one is enough for me. So One is enough to kill you, I think, when you drink at home. <laughs> it's bad. One drink equals 14 hours of headache. I think that's a pretty fair trade-off. Personally, I'd say so. I've got a ranch water for you over here. Not worth it, dude. (laughs) Not worth it at all. All right. So the lack of energy is due to the late recording of tonight's podcast, but we've got something special for you as always. We'll get into the head to head and the NFL week six picks. And we have a communion with E with that being said, let's go ahead and kick it off, Eric. All right, so we're going to dive into communion with E. Uh, this is actually shout-out to Nevada. He brought it up last week in the chat, so um, I'm going to go with it. Um, it's a two-parter. Uh, the first part of the communion with E is what league has the most accurate MVP vote? Let's start with that, Isn't and then we'll move we into the second. the podcast already? Um, no, we probably just bagged on all the processes. The most accurate MVP vote. Would it be the Heisman Trophy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Even though I haven't agreed with the last few years, I think it's the NBA. No. No, it... you're right, because they gave it to LeBron all the time. I was going to say the no, NHL. LeBron hasn't got it enough. Yeah, the NHL is the obvious answer here. MLB. <laughs> I don't know. MLB is not always that bad, but they get it wrong way too often. Yeah, they get it wrong way too often. As decided by the BBWA, who are a bunch of BBWAs. <laughs> NFL, obviously, it's a quarterback award, so we get it. Quarterbacks are important, but, I mean, there's some football teams out there that if you took away one other player, completely fall apart. So, I don't, I I don't the Rams. necessarily agree with that. <laughs> Shout out Andrew Whitworth. You proved your value, sir. Um, yeah, I think it's NHL, and I don't think it's particularly close. I don't think it is either. I like I I would be very interested to see people poll the players of the leagues and see who disagrees with the MVP the least, because that's how you see what. MVP is the is the best. Yo, that's big brain energy right there. Who said it was too late to record a podcast? That's big brain energy. We need a, I would love to just see that raw data. And I, I think it's the NHL. I think you can get a lot of people to agree like, hey, like if Connor McDavid wins the MVP, he's probably the best player in hockey. Like, I, and just, That's my problem is MVP is not always best player. Like, MVP is, it can be like P.J. Tucker, you know, on the Bucks that led them to the championship. Like, that dude, we all know Giannis is the dude, but 
without PJ Tucker, they were a different team. And then we saw them without PJ Tucker and we got that question answered. So I know that's a, that's an extreme example, but I always feel like MVP is more like that. Like which dude directly correlates to win loss. And yeah, it's best player, but then we, we watch best player carry a team by himself. And then we're like, Oh, he can't do it by himself. <laughs> so, right. So I just think that, MVP just needs a, 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 a more of a nuanced approach to it. Uh, it shouldn't just be Aaron Rodgers because he's the quarterback everyone thinks did the best. More often than not, it's probably going to be a quarterback. Like Lamar Jackson, when he won it, ain't nobody arguing against that. <laughs> you know, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 passing yards, Patrick Mahomes, ain't nobody arguing against that. So it, you know, I think that's a was a f- relatively easy communion with E. Right. Well, there's a second part to it. Oh, sneak attack. Second part. So second part, there's four major sports leagues, considered four major sports leagues in America. How many players do you think between all four have gotten four or more MVPs? You can give me the number and then tell me who you think has the most MVPs across any sport. Four or more, I think the NBA has the most four or more. I'd agree with that. The only other sport is probably MLB because they've been around for so long. And, you know, Mike Trout could dominate for M- MLB now. players don't win a lot of... The, you will say one thing about the baseball writers is they have been very consistent with not naming the same MVP a lot of times. So... For this list of people that have won four more, there's one MLB player. How many? How many people are on the list? I was I was trying to see if you guys could guess. Do you want me to just give you that? How many people have won four or more in all the major sports in in America? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'd say like I'd say fifteen. Jermaine. That's tough. I'm trying to think in my head. Four is a lot, though. I think Nick is right. I'm going to go 17. Shout out Josh Allen. <laughs> all right. So the answer is 11. <laughs> well, all right. There's one MLB. Three NHL. Is the one MLB? Who's the one MLB? Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. Yeah. How many do you think he had? Seven. Seven. Well, well, there you go. Um, NBA has five. One, two, three, four. Oh, they five. won already. Wait, what was wait? What was the other one? Oh, hold on. Say NHL it was one, one NHL MLB. had one MLB, three NHL. Gretzky, Gordy Howe, and Hall. Brett Hall. Mm-mm. Ooh, it's not Sid the Kid. Who Alex, you guys aren't going to get this because it was 33, 35, 36, and 38. His name was Eddie Shore. Nah. No. NFL has <laughs> two. Four-time MVPs. Oh, Jesus. Two NFL, so Tom Brady. Johnny Unitas. Mm-mm. Joe Mike. Or- Jim Brown. Joe Montana. 
That Brady's not one of them? Mm-mm. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Holy shit. Jerry Rice? Lawrence Mm-mm. Taylor? Come on, guys. An offensive or defensive player? Offensive. Peyton Manning. That's one of them. Nailed it. <laughs> Never a doubt. Well, I, Peyton has more than Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom has, Tom has three. Peyton has four, and this other cat has four as well. Joe Namath. Mm-mm. It's another. Let's just say he likes to get he likes to get trippy. Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, that man's. I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry dude. Uh, Bill Walton. Just kidding. That's the wrong sport. Um. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But who has the most all time among any league? Bill Russell. Mm-mm. The most different. The most different MVPs. Yeah. What do you mean by most all time? The NBA. The NBA. The guy who won the most. MVPs for his for his respective league, he's won the most. Oh, who? Yeah, it's the NBA. No, no, no. An individual person. The guy of all the people on this list, who oh, has the most? Jabbar. No. Oh, Gretzky? Yeah, he won nine out of, oh, nine out of ten that's, years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Dude, he I really was confused by that question. I don't the know only why. year he didn't win it in the 80s was 88. That's an incredible was, stat. Was he, was he hurt? I, don't I know, wonder if he even played a full complement of that's, games. That's an incredible stat. I love that. The <laughs> only year in the 80s that Gretzky didn't win MVP was 88. That's when he, he smoked a little too much weed that year. That's why. <laughs> How wild is that? That oh, man is No, he, he, he didn't get the MVP in 88 because he was traded. So he was traded to – that was the year he was traded to the Kings and he still finished second in voting or whatever. I don't what why is the trade knocking though? I, don't I bet know. you both the teams he played on made the playoffs. Probably not though. If you got traded the first teams not Mario Lemieux playoffs. won the uh won the MVP. I'm not upset with that. He needed one. I'm sure he's Cal- got more than one, but Yeah. How crazy, dude. The 80s were just dominated by Gretzky. And he's just not as marketable as Michael Jordan, man. Uh, okay, I mean we're 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 bagging we're bagging on Mario Lemieux. Marley, Mario Lemieux in seventy six games had a hundred or had eighty five goals, one hundred and fourteen assists, one hundred ninety nine points. Holy they, cow! He didn't make two hundred. <laughs> what a bum! They've they've been <laughs> handing out this heart trophy since nineteen twenty three. Do you know the year that the first non Canadian born player won it? 1972. No. No, 1996. It was Mike Madano. Mm-mm. Oh, fuck. 1990-91, it was Brett Hole. Oh, okay. Uh, we probably should have got that one. Did Madonna win an MVP? By the, way, Eric, by the way, Eric keeps gazing at this. Probably not. No, I don't think he did. It's not on the list. <laughs> Man, the NHL. MVP. Dude, nine the- MVPs in 10 seasons. Like, he was just big dicking motherfuckers. He would just get on the ice and be like, we're going to win. 
and I'm going to do something special tonight. Yeah, it was, he was so good, it wasn't even close. Like, that's how... I, we missed Gretzky by a few years, but man, I'll tell you what, if we could have grown up in the age of Gretzky, I bet you that would have been wild. I think we're growing up in a better, in a better, like, like, I think we're growing up in a better time. We grew up in a, well, it's probably kids these days, right? We're, we're adults watching sports in a better time, right? Because Brady's dominant, right? He's he's won Super Bowls, but he's not the only one winning. Like, I think it, it's uh, better when it's the only one winning because it's it's that. You elite. think so? I don't um, think so. Sports is better when there is a dynasty to root against. I disagree. All sports are better that way because everyone has a unified hate towards that person, and it's to the point where even the casuals watch sports that way honestly i don't know if we're in a better time because i can't tell you what a catch is in the nfl i can't tell you what roughing the (laughs) passer is in the nfl um the nba has to keep legislating these rules out and nba players get paid by the fans but they choose to rest and and take their hard earned money uh major league baseball if you're not one of the top teams it's damn near impossible to put together a roster to win the World Series. Not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but to get it done, it, it's very difficult. The best part is in baseball is that game is so ridiculously long that if you win the war of attrition, you can get it done. But it's, it's the same thing every year. I have to hear about the Yankees, the Strohs, the Dodgers, and they just pay to be in these predicaments. And God bless the fact that it's, you only have to be able to hit a ball three out of 10 times to, to win the world series. But I'm sick of seeing the Dodgers at the top. Yeah. Well, they lose every year, but I'm sick of it. What's it called? Um, I always look back. Like I hated the Spurs for so long and I was starting to hate the Warriors, but then you look back and you see Greg Povich old as fuck, Tim Duncan with his hair lining up to be a coach. There's no, and you just miss it. Like, so it's yeah, you hate on it because it's happening and it's not your team. But like at the end of the day, we got to witness like imagine getting to witness all six Jordan championships like in like as a fully functioning cognitive adult like who understands like how hard it is to get to this league and how hard it is to do what he did. Like that's why that dude's so fucking loved. And every year you you root against him. Yeah, you naturally root against him. Everyone root against the Warriors until this championship. They became the lovable team in this championship. And you see how it transitions to now we're going to gush about the Warriors. We're going to adore them. And you saw the same thing about, you know, even the heat, the stance with the Miami Heat with LeBron. Everyone hated him real time. Now it's just another team that put together four straight finals appearances. Like, and then we still bag on them. Cause they and only won two. They only won two, even though they told us in the press conference they'd win not one, not two. Not three, not four. I mean, they didn't even stop. I think it, I think the rumor has it Nine. they're still recording that segment till this day. We don't know what LeBron's what number LeBron's on. <laughs> so, personally, I like the dynasty aspect of it. I think I think the commercialization and the desire for the dollar has kind of ruined some of the products. Like, bro, the NFL is a dangerous game. 
Like I'm, I'm cool with changing some of the rules for player safety. That's tight. But I mean, Tom Brady getting rolled over on another grown man's belly and then kind of hitting the ground on, on the left side of his body is a flag. I love the clip. I love the clip that people are sharing from like Brady's rookie year where the (laughs) Buffalo safety comes up and blows his helmet back into, I think row B from midfield and they're like this they're like this this hit would have gotten that man the death penalty if you put it on brady today (laughs) bro and then like and this is my other argument towards sports dude we're yelling bring back the bcs and the bcs was a deeply flawed (laughs) so bad (laughs) it was the bcs was like i don't know five teams are tied you figure it out Five teams tied for first place, but the sixth team is going to be in the national championship. You figure it out. Yeah, we, dude, that's so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if sports are, are necessarily in a in better now. You know, that's just my my perspective. There are more talented athletes now, but the more talent players have, I feel like the less IQ for the actual sports they have. I'm, we see more and more bonehead plays as the players get more athletic. And it's just like like Deshaun J- Jackson not crossing the end zone with the football is insane. So I was uh I was up I was in uh, Arizona for this game for the Eagles uh, Cardinals game and I there's it was like 50% Eagles fans there and uh I just kept running into Philly fans at bars and just the random conversations that were happening like and this one old timer man, when I tell you, he because he asked me who the great, who my favorite Eagles receiver of all time was, and I said, well, I'm from the new school, like you know, I was born, I'm only 30 years old, so for me, it's like it's either Deshaun Jackson, it's either Deshaun Jackson, or, or honestly, we only had it for two years, but To, and when I said Deshaun Jackson, man, this man's face, it's like he watched his mother die or something, like, and then he just went on a 45 minute rant about how stupid can you be to drop the ball before you get in the end zone. And it was just I've I've never seen so much passion and so much hate in one man. It was it was insane. It was insane. Yeah, and honestly, the rant seems too short. Like that's how dumb that play is. Like it should have been like an hour and a half, bro. Fuck it, dude. Make it two thirty and it's like the end of a block of a ten year Marvel epic. <laughs> like that's how long that rant should have been. Okay, so we wrapped up communion with E. We settled on NHL has the best MVP uh, for obvious reasons. And so that kind of puts a nice little bow on that. Let's go ahead and get into head-to-head. Eric, can you read us the results for this past week and then the overall results? Poor fate. Not all the wins, just the win-loss. Yeah, so um, you had Baltimore minus three at minus 115. That did not hit. They won by two. Uh, Nicholas took Detroit plus three at minus one ten. They didn't score a single point. Lock Just of the week. It. Just lock, missed it. Lock of the week. I'd bet it ten out of ten times. <laughs> and then I get for betting against the Patriots. I took the New York Jets money line at plus one forty. Um, I did the math today. If you had um, followed all my bets, you'd be about uh, you'd be up about five hundred dollars right now. You're doing how big are you? How big is your unit size, Uh Eric? A hundred dollars. Yeah, you piece of shit. If this was a a real bet, what would the unit size be? Nothing. He doesn't bet. (laughs) Nothing. He doesn't bet. 
right. He couldn't Moving even look on. straight into the camera. He like did a shifty eye, went back to his keyboard. Moving on. Jermaine stands at a whopping one and three. Woo! Nicholas is two and two. And I, of course, don't have a blemish on my record yet. I'm four and oh. And we are going to move into the week six picks. So I'm going to get the DraftKings odds pulled up. I'm going to start with the Thursday night game. You fellas ready? Sure. Do you not have the odds pulled up? Right here, right now. Oh, you said I'm going to get. I'm going to pull them up. By that, I meant jumping from one screen to the next screen. Anyway, so our Thursday game, which, you know, why even bother? Next. Under. (laughs) Give us us Under. Is we Washington yelling words, both bro. teams to score under ten points? Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. Commanders are plus one. Bears Ooh. are minus one. The over under is thirty seven and a half. Boo. Commanders so, money line minus one five. Bears money line minus one fifteen. So look, Eric, I'm just giving you a taste of what you're gonna hear when you watch this game on Thursday. Boo. I'm not Boo. watching it. I have zero interest <laughs> we, in this game. We said we, we said on the last podcast episode the NFL continues to just lay stinky stinkers for us on on primetime games. Who who's the dog in this and are they at home? The commanders and they're on the road. The commanders are the dog and they're on the road. Okay, I don't want Sorry. anything to do with it then. What's the under again, Eric? 42 and a half, or is that too high? 37 and a half. <laughs> oh, that sounds more like it. Bro, you kind of got to bet the over and hope for the best, no? Yeah, you kind of got to at this point. Is and the, it, is the and over it's a di- plus money? It's a divisional game, too. No, it's not. No, it's oh, not. Never mind. It's not. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck us. Right. Does does anybody want any action on this? Yeah. Give me the over, bro. What's the over? Is that plus money? No, they're both minus 110. Oh. I think I'll take the Bears minus one. Bears minus one. All right. We've had enough of this. Nobody's going to watch this game. I'm good. This is ridiculous. Moving on to the first Bears Sunday. Minus one. Sunday <laughs> game. The New York Jets at the Green Bay Packers. Jets are plus seven. Packers are minus seven. Over under 45 and a half. Jets money line plus 250. Packers money line minus 300. This is Jets at Packers, and Packers are coming off the London loss where Nick and I last week told you, bet bet Giants in London because London is fucking weird. Um, And so this is a get-right game. Packers laying seven still doesn't feel like enough. It it and, doesn't at all. Because of the circumstance. Now, if the Jets pull it out, then maybe Zipper Zacky will will. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I think you take Packers minus seven. You don't change what brought you here because two teams that had no business playing each other in London played each other in London. Uh it's your victim circumstance on that bet. You keep it pushing. You take Packers minus seven and you don't flinch because it's still the Packers. Nick. (sighs) (laughs) This game took a complete turn. When the line went down towards the jets. I was more than willing. I was more than willing 
to bet this game at seven and a half when I saw it oh, yesterday man. than I am at seven. I want no part of this game at seven. Seven and a half is a good bet, though. Uh, this game opened, by the way. You could have gotten this game at Jets nine and a half. Jets plus nine and a half? Plus nine. Oh, and a half. look, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if for some reason some psychopaths bet it back up to Jets nine and a half, you got to hammer it. Man, if I would have saw early lines, I would have. <sighs> That's a crazy <laughs> number. The, the Packers have to win by 10? And if the Jets score at the end of the game, oh, man, nine and a half would have been fucking money. Oh, wow. These teams are not that far apart for a nine and a half line. But I digress. Let's keep it pushing, Eric. All right, so the consensus is buy points, take the Jets. Um, and just to give you an update. No, uh, no, 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 no. Buy points, in a, buy points in a parlay if you have to, but never pay for buying points. Uh, just an update for you guys. The Dodgers have now made it, uh, or the Padres have now made it 5-3 in the top of the fifth. So it's getting good. Anyway, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bucks minus 8.5. Steelers plus 8.5. Over under 43.5. Bucks money line minus three fifty. Steelers money line plus two ninety. Yeah, eight and a half seems just right to to want to do anything with this. It's Pittsburgh going into Tampa. Kenny Pickett making his what second career start. Now it's on ten days. I don't give a fuck about the rest advantage. I think Bucks handle this pretty easily. What if I tell you this game opened plus six and a half? The line has moved two points in the favor of the Steelers. Yeah. Well, I guess two points in the favor of the Bucks, but you got right. what I meant. I got Holy what you meant. Cat. Plus eight. <laughs> you kind of got to bet it with that kind of line <laughs> movement. For no Every, real, for no real reason, right? There's if the line doesn't make sense to quote a good friend of mine. Shout out Jordan. If the line doesn't make sense, bet it. This line makes no sense. Steelers plus eight and a half. And just wait. That might go higher. It could. I have it on I have it on certain sites right now, plus nine. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Uh, if the line doesn't make sense, I'll take Steelers plus eight and a half. All right. Moving on to the next game. So we have the Baltimore Ravens at the New York Giants. Ravens are minus five. Giants plus five. Over under 45. Ravens money line minus 225. Giants money line plus 190. This is a fascinating matchup. Because we we don't know what the Giants are because they won in London. (laughs) Like we don't know what they are. Ravens minus five seems seems like free money though. Or not, Nick? You agree? Disagree? You seem you seem deep in thought. I don't like this line. I don't like this line for two reasons. My my mind is telling me no. But my body. But my model. <laughs> my model's telling me yes. Our room three hundred three. NFL model likes the Ravens to win 
but the Giants to lose by only one. 22 to 21, it thinks the final score is going to be. Thread the needle. That's what the model is telling you to do. You bet Ravens money line and you take giant spread. That's called threading the needle. Can you parlay that? At home. You can with the same game parlay. Now, here is the interesting bet I'd like to pose. God, what a, what a, you want a, you want a high blood pressure. Take that parlay. Yeah, exactly. Based off what the model is telling us, if you agree with the model or you have some sort of feeling in your ball sack that it just fills you to the, to the very brim, take Giants first half and then live bet Ravens to win the football game. Now, that can wholly blow up in your face where um, you – Obviously, you don't live bet the Ravens if they're up 30 at halftime. <laughs> like, but if the Ravens are down at halftime, live bet, them to, live bet them to come back and get the W and for the Giants to win the first half. And I bet you anything, the Giants are, are getting points at the first half. So just an interesting way to approach that game based on the Room 303 model. What's the next one for us, Eric? Uh, San Francisco 49ers at, at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the line is uh, minus five and a half. Uh, the Niners, I'm sorry, the Niners are minus five and a half. The Falcons are plus five and a half. Over under 44. Uh, Niners money line minus 230. Falcons money line plus 195. All stop. I, lo- I know where your head's at. I agree, dude. We've hit a Knicks betting nugget. Eric? Where do the San Francisco 49ers make their home? Just coast-wise. West Coast. Where do the Atlanta Falcons make their home? Just coast-wise. Pretty close to the East Coast. East Coast. Eric, what time is this game? Uh, This game is a 10 a.m. game. I believe we have activated a Knicks betting nugget. West Coast team traveling east early. I want every single piece. Of the Atlanta Falcons spread. Bro. Honestly. um, How do we want to say this? Almost upset of the week. I would not be shocked if the Falcons win this. Like that. This is one of those games that you look at and you're like. "Mm, I don't know if this feels right. You know. You have to have some real stones to take that bet, though. Falcons money line. You got to have real stones. Let's keep it pushing, Eric. What's the next one? All right. So we have the Bengals at the Saints. Bengals minus two. Saints plus two. Over under 43 and a half. Uh, Bengals money line minus 130. Saints money line plus 110. Can anyone make this line make sense? Nope. Okay, so Bengals minus two then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I agree. All they have to do is win by a field goal. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see where it, where it comes where, where the because they beat Seattle barely on the, on the back of <laughs> Taysom Hill on the back of Taysom Hill getting an unprecedented four touchdowns. Yeah, the obvious play here is. Cincinnati minus two. 
They just battled the Ravens, who are a mega contender right now, to... I believe they were on the road. Correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. They were on the road against Baltimore. Uh, I think this one was in Cincy, wasn't it? Let me it look. Was they were Cincy. no, they were on the road against Baltimore. Yeah, they lost by two to Baltimore yeah. in Baltimore on the heroics of Justin Tucker hitting arguably one of the most accurate kicks of all time. I'm sure there's more kicks, but um, yeah, it dude, was the. By the way, it was the most accurate kick of all time. Well, okay, there you go. Uh, so, there you go. Cincy minus two. Probably. Cincinnati minus two. Uh, by the way, uh, for those of you out there, you should listen to Jermaine. This game opened as a pick em. It This game opened even money both sides? No, as a, as a pick em. So, I think it was minus 10 both sides. Yeah, minus 110 both sides. Oh, I always thought I always consider pick them even on both sides. All right, same, still a pick them. Wow, dude. Yeah, take the Bengals. Win by a field goal. That's all they have to do. Oh, Evan McPherson in a dome, right? Everyone says that kid's the truth, even though he played one season. Because uh, that's what we do now. Because uh, we let we let millennials and kids younger than them have social media. So, yeah. Since he minus two. All right, next game, Eric. That's the easiest bet I've seen all day, dude. So for the next game, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Dolphins. Vikings minus three. Dolphins plus three over under 45. Vikings money line minus 155. Dolphins money line plus 135. What's Tua's status? Too too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. What's Teddy's status? (laughs) They, they haven't yeah they haven't released anything yet that's actually on the injury report too soon to tell question too soon to tell uh uh vikings then right right now if you're asking me to pick too soon to tell vikings what's it at vikings what what's the spread minus three. Oof, i would have loved a two and a half right there i'll yeah. take viking i'll take vikings minus three that's that's bold man this Vikings team is just just every year they're an absolute conundrum. Until they get rid of Kirk Cousins, we can find some sort of rhythm in their betting, but they don't make sense statistically. Anomalies. They're just just All right, next Eric. All right, <laughs> next game. Say about that. We have the New England Patriots at the Cleveland Browns. Patriots plus 3, Browns minus 3, over under 42 and a half. Patriots money line plus one thirty. Browns money line minus one fifty. Man, you hear Patriots as dogs and you think bet the Patriots, but <laughs> this Browns team—they should have more wins than they do. What's the Browns record, Eric? Do you have that in front of you right now? I do. Uh, they are th- two, two and three. Two and three, right? Mm-hmm. Man. They should really be like four and one. This Browns team is actually a very good football team. Well coached, disciplined. They make the right plays. They don't beat themselves. Feels like kind of how we describe the Patriots usually. (laughs) Usually, yeah. I'm going. Browns minus three feels like a very easy bet. I don't want any part of this game, so good luck to you, sir. 
Oh, yeah, he doesn't want any part of this game, but he bet the Vikings not knowing who the quarterback is of the other team. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't make a decision of a very straightforward matchup. That's exactly how I drew Jones, it up. You th- if Mac Jones is back, do you want Patriots plus three? Dead space. All right, no. Eric, to you. Do you want um, Patriots plus three if Mac Jones is back? I'm I'm gonna say something controversial. I don't think they should bring Mac Jones back until Zappy loses a game. Oh, get no, dude. Oh, it's just a God. bad opinion. It's just them, a bad opinion. Let the man play it out, dude. You have let the no, man play it out. You have you have no offense with Zap. Oh, they put up twenty nine. You have no offense. Who they play against? You got Eric? five field Lions. goals. You got five <laughs> field goals. How many points did the Lions score? Zero. And so, how many short fields did that Patriots offense have? Uh, enough to win the game. <laughs> enough to score twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, if you're telling me there's no there's one there's one team that after this week will have quarterback controversy if they win, it's the Dallas Cowboys. There's you're no not telling me anywhere yet. No, you're not, not telling me the Patriots have a quarterback controversy. I, I Mac love, Jones is back. Mac Jones on one bad leg might be better than Bradley's app. I love the audacity to just bury Mac Jones already. I love the audacity just to just unmitigated. He doesn't like him. His photo reminds him of too much of Tom Brady, so he's hoping he fails. I don't know what it is, but I love the Mac Jones slander for no reason. That's so funny. All right, Yo, moving to the. Oh, I hope ahead. you're right. I hope you're right, though. Yeah, fuck him. Let, let the kid play it out and see what happens, dude. So, all right, what's your stance on Cooper Rush? Uh, who, I don't care who's back there. We're going to kill whichever quarterback <laughs> it is. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I would that? personally, I would personally not bring Dak back this game because, you know. We want him to have a chance to at least play a couple more games after he comes back. <laughs> so, so completely, completely unbiased, completely unbiased, Eric. Mm-hmm. If and I, this, I mean, I need you to take off every bit of your Eric personality right now. Mm-hmm. If Cooper Rush beats the Eagles, mm-hmm. no, gonna happen. If Cooper Rush beats the Eagles. He's your quarterback. Who who's the Cowboys? Yeah. Cooper, I, I mean, Cooper if you beat Rush, the best Cooper Rush beats the Eagles, you're five and one, but Dak comes back and you see Dak and Prescott. You see Dak Dak and Prescott. You see Dak in practice. And he mm-hmm. is fully healthy and he's zipping the ball. Mm-hmm. Who do you go with? Gotta play the hot hand, man. Unbiased. Unbiased, Eric. He asked unbiased. you for your unbiased because you were already <laughs> smiling when you said it. Bro. Unbiased. I don't know. I mean, dude, obviously Dak is the better quarterback. You go with Dak. He you gets sure? you the best chance to win. You sure? But Cooper Rush just won just won games for you against good opponents. You Cooper just said Cooper Rush. Can I? Can I? Can I say? Can I you say just said Cooper though? Rush just beat the best can, team in football. Can I say something real quick? No. Um, Cooper Rush didn't really win those games. That defense is phenomenal. Um, that defense is hitting people in the mouth. They're covering well. Um, also, they've changed the offensive system a little bit, which they should implement that offensive system when Dak comes back to give Dak the best chance of success. But Dak is the better quarterback of the two, so I would stay with Dak. 
Cooper Rush has not thrown an interception yet this year, and he has the fifth highest QBR in the NFL. How many interceptions does Zach Prescott have? <laughs> That's a great question. Probably two. If he has more than Cooper Rush, I'm going to be blown away, bro. The NFL makes no sense. Why do we? Zach Prescott threw one interception. In no! No chance, Eric. I apologize for chastising you into your unbiased opinion. Stick with Cooper Rush, big fella. I mean, how, how unreal. We're not serious. I, I want to. Cooper, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, by the way, 839 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 66.9 QBR, fifth best in the league. What's his completion percentage? Do you, do you his have that? completion percentage on the year, 61%. Oh. That's not that great, but hey, every six and ten, that's fine. With CD Lamb dropping how many passes now? <laughs> so, like, wow, dude. The fact that this could be a question this year is unreal because Dak Prescott just got paid. You know what I mean? Like they literally they they fought to pay, not pay him for so long. They paid him. <laughs> I'm sure there's a trade workable. <laughs> Last oh, last dude, week against the Rams, Prescott, for sure. last week against the Rams was the only game as a starter that Cooper Rush did not have over 200 yards. Yeah, he's not better than Dak, bro. I love I love painting the narrative, and it's fantastic. But um, is Cooper Rush our generation's Jeff Garcia? <laughs> or the new generation's Jeff Garcia? No way, dude. Jeff Garcia was a stud. Like, Jeff. Alex Smith isn't even Jeff Garcia, bro. Like, come on. Put some respect on those players' names. Jeff Garcia stepped up and led the Eagles to the playoffs when fucking McNabb went down. I'm pretty sure he did that for, like, three different teams. Wasn't it Bucks, 49ers, and Eagles that he What if I to? told you that Jeff Garcia completed 61% of his passes over, over his career? That I mean, that's just a coincidence, what's it, what's dude. What's his yards per game, Nick? Yards per game? 204. What's his <laughs> what's his touchdown rate, bro? Oh my goodness. He's thrown on he's thrown a hundred a hundred and uh let's see, he's thrown 161 touchdowns in hundred and twenty five in hundred and sixteen games started. That's a touchdown per game. What's Cooper Rush's touchdown per game ratio right let's now, see. bro? The problem is, is we saw old Jeff Garcia also. Like, you have to take peak okay. Jeff Garcia for this True. conversation. But Dude, Nick Foles oh. is more Jeff Garcia than anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. Up. I'm just saying. Jeff we Garcia was great. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Back uh, quarterback that performs. What uh, Cooper, Cooper, Rush has thrown, Cooper Rush has thrown seven touchdowns in five games started. That's exactly... That's it. If you do the math, I feel like that's so ridiculously cr- close. It's unreal. That's so crazy, bro. No, but it's not even true at all. Jeff Garcia. It's not true at all. Jeff Garcia in career games started 58 and 58. What's uh, Peyton Manning? What's, I mean, Eli uh, Manning. What's uh, Jeff Garcia's playoff stats? Jeff Garcia in playoffs. Can't be good. Let's see. Playoff Jeff Garcia. Let's see Playoff Jeff is. Garcia is more like playoff Rex Grossman. Oh, RIP. <laughs> Obviously, he's not dope. dead, but he's not dead. But No, that's because the ghost of Rex Grossman still haunts us. <laughs> uh, six games, he's two and four. 
Yeah, what are the stats, bro? Uh, hold on. Let's see. Oh, if only we had an executive producer who's just I chilling know, geez, on his I'm phone just, over yeah. there. <laughs> no, I'm watching the Dodgers about to blow this lead. <laughs> so that's exactly what you're doing. So he didn't lie. I thought the Dodgers were already down, though. Didn't you say the – No, they're, the... it's 5-3. It's the top of the six. There's runners on first and second, no out, and Josh Bell is up to bat. But they already – they the Dodgers are up two or they're down two? They're up five to three. They the were Do- up five to zero. The Dodgers are up five three. Yeah, they were up five to oh, zero. Earlier I, I heard the Padres were up five three. And now they're, they've given up three runs, and it looks bad in this top of the six here. Did Josh Bell just get on? Base is loaded? Uh, no, it's it's a 1-1 pitch count. Oh. Dude, Josh Bell looks like he's ready to tear these playoffs. Josh McBell this year looks like he's ready to. Dude, this dude looks like he plays linebacker for the he's... Steelers on Sunday. Uh, he, Jeff, he... Jeff Garcia in the playoffs, by the way, 58% completion percentage, 226 yards per game. Um, two and four, like I said already. Yeah, no, not worth not worth checking the numbers. No, all Cooper right, Rush right. needs to play 120 games. Let's get to the next game. All yeah. right, we're going to keep it pushing. Um, we have the Jaguars at the Colts. Jaguars plus two and a half. Colts minus two and a half. Over under 42. Jags money line plus 115. Colts money line minus 135. This is initially a game where I said the Jags might have swung a bit too far. Icarus. No, I mean, like, the Jags might have swung a bit too far from last week's defeat. Oh, you're saying you should bet the Jags. You should bet the Jags. But then I took a look at divisional games. Jacksonville traveling to Indianapolis has lost the last four years. Yeah, this seems like a no-brainer Indianapolis money line to me. Additionally, Jacksonville straight up with a rest disadvantage is one and seven. Against the spread, they're three and five with a rest disadvantage. Indianapolis straight up. With the rest advantage, six and five, five and six against the spread. To Jermaine's point. Uh, look, I'm saying the pendulum swung too far on the Colts in the beginning. And then the swing, pendulum swung too far on the Jags to begin with. It's still early season. So, like all football, like Nick and I always say, it's a coin flip league, right? We're finally at that incursion point where things get right for the Colts and the Jags are who we thought they were. They're a young, talented, upcoming team, and if Trevor Lawrence takes the step, then the Jags can be a problem. But that still has not happened. I'll take Colts' money line, and I'm glad to be wrong on it as the person who bet Colts minus four earlier this year. The Colts minus four, who did they play against in that game? They scored zero points. Was it the Falcons? Stand by. Somebody blanked him, and it was embarrassing. It was 24-0. Was it the Jaguars? That's what I'm starting to think right no, now. No, I don't think so. There's also a team, by the way. Uh, yeah, it was the Jags, 24-0. Oh, it's a revenge game. Oh, perfect. 
Perfect. It's a division game. Perfect. Oh, dude, Colts money line. I love that bet. I'm division glad. I'll game. happily division be game wrong. revenge game. I'll happily be wrong, bro. But division games are just weird. I'll take it, dude. Give me Colts money line. Let's fucking go. All right. So our next game has the biggest spread. It's the Carolina Panthers at the Rams. Panthers plus ten and a half. Rams minus ten and a half. Over under forty and a half. Panthers money line plus three ninety. Rams money line minus four ninety. I don't like this. Houseway. How? How do the Rams get this big of a spread? Thank you. Panthers plus ten and a half. Man. Eric, you uh, don't agree? No, I'm saying I can't believe after what 100%. we just watched against Dallas, they shouldn't have the ten and a half point line. Carolina's bad. Carolina's bad. By the way, I don't think Carolina's winning this game, but I think Carolina loses by less than ten and a half. Here, here's the thing. They just fired their coach. There's a new energy. There's a new excitement. Everyone on this team is getting a fresh start. And we could possibly see Sam Darnold in this game. Can't be worse than what the fuck Baker Mayfield's done in the first five games. Hey, real quick, Jermaine. What's Sam Darnold's record with Christian McCaffrey? 3 0. One of the hottest baby. starts ever. We everyone crowned Matt Rule as making the smart decision. They were grading that bet. I mean that trade. Oh, the Panthers won this trade. Two four to six is not nearly enough. Sam Darnold this, Sam Darnold that, and then Christian, uh, Mister Glass McCaffrey fucking strikes. So the room three hundred three NFL model. Based on what the Panthers have done this year, and based on what the Rams have done this year, our model has the Panthers winning by two points. No. Okay, that model needs work. Let's not (laughs) tout this model. That is insane. A ten and a half point dog they have winning by two. So they should technically be what? They're covering 13 points? Uh, Dogs, by the way. Eight and seven on the year with our model. Moneyline dogs, eight and yeah. seven. So if we just bet all the money lines that the model is p- pumping out, what have you been doing? <laughs> you would be up an infinite amount of money. And w- if we're using Eric's unit size, I mean, yeah. we're up even more money. <laughs> I might be, yeah. If I'm using Eric's unit size, I might be up $1 million. <laughs> Fucking money bags over here. <laughs> All right, get us hundred to Eric. I know you're looking at us weird. I hate you. you we, we've bitched about this before on the podcast when people go, "If you were making hundred dollar bets, nobody makes hundred dollar bets. You go uh, bankrupt if you make hundred dollar bets." I need fuck you money to do that. Like I uh-huh. need, like Dave Portnoy does. What was it? Twenty five thousand dollar bets. That's insane. I mean, from my perspective, though, it's one one hundred dollar bet a week for the head to head. But even Portnoy says, I didn't used to do that. He goes, I go with my bank account. He goes, I make $25,000 bets now because I have a bank account to support. Yes. No, I know. We get that. We get that. All right, Eric. You better be putting $100 on this next Moneyline dog you pick. All right. Next game, game, Arizona Cardinals at at Seahawks. Cardinals minus 2.5. Seahawks plus 2.5 over under 51. Cardinals money line minus 140. Seahawks money line plus 120. Ooh, this feels like one of those pendulum swing games, too. That Cardinals money line at plus, in it's in Arizona? 
Cardinals money line it's is minus Seattle. 140. It's, it's in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, I heard. Cardinals are favorites. They're, the, in they're two and a half favorites in Seattle. Mm, I heard this game. Party. That's my bad. This game over the years, the last five years, from the least recent to the most recent, has gone Cardinals win, Seahawks win, Cardinals win, Seahawks win. Cardinals win in Seattle. That's those are the games in Seattle. They've been all those are the games in Seattle. Seattle, Correct. Wow. All right, Nick, what do you got in this? I'm going to take Seahawks win. I'm taking whatever the dog is in this one. I'm taking the dog. That's where I was at. I was hoping it was the Cardinals because I was just like, they seem like a better team, but who the fuck knows? Geno Smith is a legend. And it's Kenneth Walker season. And it is Kenneth Walker season. Is that a good good or oh, so you're saying it sways it more to the Seahawks, is what you're saying. Correct. Rashad Penny's been good this year though. He's out. Well, I know. I'm just I'm not saying like it's R they're stepping up because Penny was D B Seattle. R T D B run the damn ball. <laughs> Did not know where that was going. All right, Garrett, get us to the next game before Eric throws, uh, Nick throws more acronyms. All right, so the next game is the uh, last afternoon game on Sunday. It's the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. We have the Bills minus two and a half, Chiefs plus two and a half, home dogs, over under 54, Bills money line minus 145, Chiefs money line. Plus one twenty five. Hammer the Bills, no. Are the, I don't. The Chiefs are not a bad football team. What do you mean, hammer the Bills? Hammer the Bills minus two and a half. Okay, I don't know if it's hammer. I mean, if you want to ride I the bet. Bills minus I minus bet. two and a half, but like, okay, let me ask you this, Nick. Any given week, if you could get Kansas City Chiefs plus money. The Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, because I slurred because of the... At home. So to back up your point, Jermaine, uh, Kansas City playing on Monday Night Football, meaning they have the rest disadvantage. Since 2019 with the rest disadvantage, Kansas City 9-2 and two straight up, 7-4 and four against the spread. <clears throat> Excuse me. Buffalo with a rest advantage, 6-5 and five straight up, 4-6 and a push against the spread. And Eric just said they're a home dog. And a home dog. Oh, dude. Kansas City Chiefs money line? I'll take that all day. Like, for sure. Not even hesitating. I will bet Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at home in Kansas City. Yes. Anytime I can get Mahomes at plus money. If I can get Josh Allen at plus money, I'd be making the same argument. I'm taking the the quarterback with the plus money. Right. All right, you've, you've, you've swayed me. I'll take plus money, Chiefs. Damn. All right, so we're moving into our Sunday night game. It is the Dallas Cowgirls at that the game, Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, sorry, Eric, sorry to cut you off. That game opened as a pick by the way. Eagles-Cowboys or Chiefs-Bills? No, no, no. Bills? the Chiefs-Bills opened as a pick Oh, and the live movement is with my bet. Let's fucking go, bro. Hammer the Chiefs, as my boy Nick would like to say. <laughs> That's what I said. Whole Go time. Ahead. 
Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> uh, so we have the Cowgirls at plus four and a half, Eagles four, minus four and a half, under 42 and a half. Cowgirls money line plus 190, Eagles money line minus 225. Under 42 and a half? I'll take the over in that. That sounds fun. I know these defenses are really good, but the Eagles can run away with this by themselves. Uh, last five, Dallas traveling into Philly. Win, loss, loss, win, win. So, no, really. I There's no real trend there. Yeah, there's nothing to... Uh, fantastic game. I want... What's the un- over-under? 42 and a half. Oh, man. That under is trending down, though. Um... I would I, I would have taken the under if it were higher, but I'm not going to take it now. So you're saying it, it could go lower based on how people are betting? Correct, yeah. So If you can get like 40 and a half or 41 and a half, I think that over is prime for the pick. This game opened 45 and a half total. And we're already at 42 and a half? 42 and a half. Some sides have it 42. I don't know if we'll see that much more movement on it, though. They're betting it down, though. They're, somebody's already got them at 42. If you could get another half point. Kind of crazy. That's pretty crazy to me. I, I I will take the over if we can keep getting points on this. Also, um, I have no clue what to do with this game. The obvious answer is to hammer the Eagles spread. But when it's that obvious, I'm going to take the Dallas. <laughs> I'm taking Dallas spread in this game. And therefore taking nothing. Yeah. Uh, I might ride Dallas spread, but I have no clue. God, Godspeed to Eagles, Cowboys, betters. That's an untouchable game in my opinion. Yeah. I know. It's it's too hard to read. It's the only thing that the only thing that I could see is uh the overhitting at forty two and a half, but I don't know where Dallas's offense is gonna come from. We'll contribute like 30 to it, but I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to contribute that much to it. Thank you for being humble, Eric. Uh, is this the unbiased hat still? No, no, no. This is biased as fuck. Yeah, we, we know. Um, Hopefully we win 49-0. How pissed will you be if your first loss is against Cooper Rush? I mean, I'll be pissed that it, you know that for on, on on so many different levels that the Cooper Rush aspect probably wouldn't even bother me. Like the fact that it's the Cowboys, the fact that it's at home, the fact that I have so many Cowboy friends that are going to text me, and just overall in general, like like this this is not the week we should lose. Don't pick Sweet. this week, Philly, to blow. So you heard it. You heard it here first. Hammer and, uh, Cowboys hammer money the Cowboys. line. Hammer Cowboys money line. If you oh if you're God. listening to this podcast and you want to oh. hear a good time next week, Hammer Cowboys money line. So oh uh, God, as dude. far as as far as betting goes, I'm just gonna say this really quickly. Uh, we have one of the best defenses. We have two of the best defenses in football. One of the best offensive lines in football. So I think that the fact that the Cowboys don't have a good offensive line and we do, even though we both have great defenses. Um, is going to be the difference maker. We're going to be a little bit more up in Cooper Cup's face, Cooper Rush's face. Um, I'm not worried about Zeke. Pollard is quick and fast, but we got linebacker play now. Uh, Nick, before Nick, Nick, hold on, hold on. Nick, can you give me the PFF ranks for the Dallas Cowboys offensive line? I can. Yes. As as Eric, Eric, keep talking. I don't care what their rank is. It's, oh, I, the eye sorry. Test. I thought. The eye I test. thought 
I thought that's what I'm, you pulled up. I'm pretty Nick. sure it's not. What did you be... pull up? Just tell us. Just tell us what you pulled up, Nick. Uh, we got a couple so injuries re- on the Eagles O line. So they've released no to. They've released uh, up to week four. Apparently, let's see if I can get more in week four because it's premium content. That's the problem. Yeah. So just tell us what you were going to read yeah. on your phone before I interrupted you, Nick. Uh, I was going to say. The Cowboys are 2-0 against the spread on the road. Ooh, okay. Eagles are also also 2-0 against the spread at home, so somebody will be disappointed here. Wow. Way to go out on a limb. (laughs) I can't not tell both sides. I feel bad. Yeah, but you didn't give anyone a way to lean at all. Look, dude, take the plus points in this game. And hope for a close one since both teams are very, very good. I'm so, betting the over just purely because I think that's a fun bet. Just just to give you guys a little perspective of what's happening this next Sunday. So, number one offensive ranked team in the NFL, Buffalo Bills. Number two offensive ranked team in the NFL, Eagles. Cowboys not top five. Number one, two, three, four. Number one, two, and three ranked defenses, San Francisco, Buffalo, Denver. Eagles are fourth. Cowboys are not top five. Passing, Eagles are top five. Cowboys are not present. Sacks, Eagles are – actually, the Cowboys are second. Eagles are fourth. Rushing, the Eagles are fourth. Cowboys are not top five. Eagles have the most turnovers in the league. It's going to be a good game, but I think the Eagles are just the overall better team. Now, now here's here's some stats. I'll throw some stats back at you, Eric, right? You can read stats. I can read stats too. In terms of scoring defenses, Cowboys rank third in the league. In terms of turnover differential, the Cowboys rank second in the league. However, where they fail is offense. In, some, in terms of scoring offense, they rank 21st in the league. The Philadelphia Eagles are the best team this year in terms of all three categories. Number three ranked scoring offense, number four ranked scoring defense, and number one in total turnover differential with nine. That's four, that's four more than the second highest. Okay. Which is the Cowboys at five, right? Which is the Cowboys at five. I just want to say, can we get schedule-adjusted rankings? Because I'm going to read to you who the Eagles have beaten. The Detroit Lions. How many? Can, does anyone have the win-losses up? How many wins do the Detroit Lions have? One. The Lions are one and four. All right, so you beat the Vikings. How many wins do the Vikings have? Three. Four and one. Three. Four and one. Four and one. So you beat the Commanders. One and four. One. So you you beat the Jaguars. They're now what? Three. Three Two and three. Two Two and three. 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 Yes. Uh, Are they on on a three-game losing streak? Yes. No, they're on a two-game losing streak. Two-game losing streak? And then you beat the Cardinals. Two. Two and three. Yeah. (laughs) So we're at one team with a winning record on this list. Okay, they're still in the NFL. They're still paid millions of dollars. They're still professionals. Okay. When it's not the Eagles, I could totally hear Eric saying the opposite. That's why it's so funny. Listen, I understand strength of schedule, but you're winning. Who else has won five games in a row regardless of the competition? Well, I was about to make the the final point of this situation. I go ahead before I pop the blood vessel. it's, It's good that you read the stats off for the Eagles. But what I'm saying is schedule adjusted matters. That's what I was getting at. 
so, yes, the Eagles on paper should win. But you know why Vegas creates these lines and there's a new group of gen- – a, a new generation that's addicted to sports betting? It's because the Eagles should win. But guess what? About 46% of the time, the other happens. And that's how small the margin is in betting. That's all I was making. That's all the point I was making. Because we could do the schedule just with Dallas too. To quote to 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 Jermaine's point, as mad as as measured by average quality of opponent by footballreference.com, the Philadelphia Eagles have a negative two point eight strength of schedule, where the Dallas Cowboys have a zero point one. That's it. The Eagles should win. The Eagles most likely win, which is the reason why we're so confused on where to bet this line. I'm taking the plus points. I'm taking the over. And you thread the needle because the Eagles are the obvious choice at money line, but you can't take that because the value doesn't exist. Right? That's how small the margin is betting. People who are 58% win are considered fantastic bettors. It's insane, and that's what we chose to do with our money because we're knuckleheads. That's another reason why we have this podcast and we sit here and yell at each other every Monday. <laughs> so right. Let's get into the Monday Watch night football work. game. All right, the Monday night game is the Denver Broncos at the Chargers. Broncos oh, plus plus five, Chargers minus five. Over under 45 and a half, Broncos money line plus 205, Chargers money line minus 245. Buy points and bet the Chargers minus nine. Broncos country. <laughs> um, the Broncos scored less than 10 points last week. I'm not going to hit that metric, though. Uh, Denver traveling into L.A. to face the Chargers. They've lost the last two years. Lost, loss. Actually, when did the Chargers move to Los Angeles? I think it's only been two years. So yeah, that's right. That is that is the stat that I looked up. The years that they have been in Los Angeles, Denver has not beaten the Chargers in Los Angeles. I, okay, and we're gonna sit here and say the obvious choice is the Chargers, but doesn't this all build up to a, a random? Javante Williams is out. Russell Wilson is hurt. The Broncos are the worst, and then we're gonna sit here Monday night, and the Broncos are gonna have one seventeen thirteen. As to your point, Jermaine, Denver, with a rest advantage from playing from Thursday night football, straight up is three and four. The Chargers straight up are two and four. Denver against the spread with a rest disadvantage is five and two. The Chargers with with a rest advantage against the spread, two and four. I don't want it. Look, I don't. We spent too much time on this game. Uh, screw Russell Wilson until he gets healthy, if he gets healthy. And hopefully Justin Herbert's healthier and dimes everyone out and Keelan Allen's back. But look, dude, hammer hammer the Chargers at whatever spread. And if you lose, be fine with it. This game opened, this game opened minus four for the Chargers. And what's it sitting at now? It's five and a half, right? Or what did you say the spread was at, Eric? Uh, this spread is at four and a half. Uh, no, my, plus five uh, for the Broncos, minus five for the Chargers. Oh, so it only went up uh, half a point. Okay. 
Nobody will, uh, look. I'm not touching that game. Ain't nobody betting that game. Let's let's go ahead and keep it pushing. That's the last game for the week. Now we're into head to head. I believe I'm first, correct? Yeah. So Jermaine one and three, Nick two and two, me four and zero. Oh. We'll start the picks off with Jermaine. Then we'll go to Nick and then me. I'm so bad at picking on Tuesday. You asked me this question on Saturday or Sunday, and I'll have you. I'll give you Dallas money line at plus two hundred against the Rams. And now I'm over here one and goddamn four. <laughs> I'm just gonna take the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colts are. When we went over the Colts Jags line, were the Colts dogs or favorites? The Colts have been favorites. The Colts were favorites. Oh, I thought they yeah. were dogs. I did that twice. Look, I'm gonna take. don't like any of these bets <laughs> i'm gonna take um i'll just take chiefs money line fuck it let's ride it it's a good bet i'm gonna take falcons plus six falcons plus six that's right i forgot i gave eric that bet i'm gonna go ahead and i'll take um <laughs> Are you good? You got Chiefs money line, bro. I'm gonna do Cowboys plus five, dude. <laughs> Wait, Great you're changing pick. it for real? Great pick. Yeah, yeah Eric, I'll, you got I'll, Chiefs money line. I'll take Cowboys plus five, bro. Hell I yeah! I forgot I gave you Chiefs money line before the podcast, so I can't fucking sit here on the air and be That's like Cowboys plus four and a half at minus one ten. Well, sorry, I, on the, I use the ESPN app when I'm doing the head to head. It has it at five. Wrong. Uh, because I switched it, I'm taking plus five, though. Nope. Yep. Nick, the Falcons are plus five and a half at minus 110. Are you still taking it? I'll take plus six on Bovada. Thank nope. you. Nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll take what I got. I, I'll take what I got tonight, plus six. Nope. I'll take Cowboys plus five. <laughs> so Cowboys. Yeah, I'm fine because I might even I might even be tempted to take uh, Falcons money line. So we'll go spread. And I am going to take the Chiefs money line at plus one twenty five. Cop out. He sat there and he's just like, I don't like any of the money lines this game. I was like, Eric, you don't want Pat- Patrick Mahomes money line. Oh, that's terrible. And if we do the parlay, like we said we're going to do, it's plus 720. Oh, dude, this parlay could hit, too. Last week, uh, only, plus 756, and only one leg of it hit. Yeah, by the way, I was about to say, only one leg hit last week. Yeah, but who had Detroit scoring zero on Baltimore only winning by two? Oh, yeah? Is that what you had? I did, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody sitting here have that, bro. I was like, Baltimore by three? Worst case scenario, a push. <laughs> like, uh, Goddamn Justin Tucker. You couldn't score four points from that far. Coin, coin flip league. Bro, it literally is. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, Cowboys plus five. You know what? Maybe I should just fucking take Cowboys money line. Say Cowboys money line. Just fucking be a fucking dog, bro. Just do it. Well, how much? What's Cowboys money line again, Eric? Minus one ninety. What? Ah. Plus one ninety. Oh, plus one ninety. Sorry. Right. Yeah, I was like, that's not good at all. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> no, I don't want that, bro. Cow- Cowboys at plus 198 against the Rams, I'll take. This this is not the Rams, though. Right. I'll be here. I'll I'll see you guys next week when I'm 1 in 5. Or sorry, 1 in 4 cuz we missed week 3. The one week I had Jags money line against the Chargers, so stupid. <laughs> so I'll I'll be there with you, brother. Eric, we got anything else to cover? Uh looks like we've touched everything today, fellas. All right, so that means they have nothing else for you. Follow us on Instagram at Twitter at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step. <laughs>